right, welcome back. Welcome aboard to the FBN, the FBN-sponsored Millennial Farmer Podcast. Again, we're, we're here with some great, great, awesome people, including Randy the Master Pipe Layer, Mrs. Millennial Farmer, and Miles, I don't know how to say your last name. Yeah, just go with Miles the You Betcha Guy. Miles the You Betcha Guy. Or if you don't know who the You Betcha Guy is, you can go with Miles the Bushlight Guy. That's how, that's how I found so him on I Google. Get, I usually get the You Betcha Guy, Bushlight Guy, the Bush Latte Guy, um, and my f- personal favorite is usually the Fat Baker Mayfield, <laughs> um, which is heavily used on the internet. So yeah, those are kind of usually my alter egos. Well, <laughs> you're laughing. They're laughing because they're like, oh, sh- I can see it now. Because you can see it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah, here we are. We're, we're ready to do another podcast. Um, the first thing we got to do here, because Miles is the Bush Light guy, and if you still don't know who he is, we're going to let him do his, his signature beer opening, and you might recognize who he is. Very impressive. That's him. Oh, that's, my God, that's cold. Now... We got the master pipe player over on the other mic who has wanted to respond to you with this. Let's yes, call, let's for quite some time. So I've got the uh, curse. <laughs> that was weak. That was um, really weak. Was, oh my it, God, I can taste the mountains. <laughs> no, I so, screwed it up. Take two. <laughs> take two. Take two. Here we go. Oh my God, I can taste the Rockies. The Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. I do appreciate the echo. That was nice. I felt like I was actually in the Rockies in Golden, Colorado, where they make it. So it's funny about that is I I did, I was visiting a buddy in Denver and I was like, I got to get up to Golden where they brew Coors. And I went and they wouldn't let us go on a tour because we had a backpack, which obviously we had camera equipment in. And I was going to do a comparison between Bushlight and Coors Light, and uh, I was standing on the bridge for the over the river that goes into the factory that I think they pull their, well, I don't know, they might not pull their water from. <laughs> and but, just throw it in a can. <laughs> yeah, you dump some out in there, yeah. Dump some bush light out. But, you know, one, an employee walked by and like, hey, which one of those do you like better? I'm like, I obviously like bush light better. And he was like, oh, well, I work here and kind of got awkward. Um, but my st- my thing that I said was, you know, it's called the silver bullet, right? Correct. And I said that it literally tastes like I was eating a mouthful <laughs> of bullets. It's very metallic-y and disgusting. So um, uh, that's how I feel about Coors Light. I've actually toured that plant. So you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I couldn't believe how many different beers they actually they yep. brewed and bottled there. Well, even uh, Anheuser-Busch does a lot of beers that you wouldn't recognize or realize that they brew. Because that was cool. When I when I was down in St. Louis, I met the, the brewmaster at... That does that covers North America for Anheuser Busch, and he was naming off some of the stuff that they brew, and he's in charge of. And I'm like, I had no idea. So you never know for sure. Just factories pumping out yes economical beers. Yes, I was so disappointed though because they brought had... to you by farmers. Brought to you by farmers, that is true. rice farmers, yes. corn farmers. But the uh, the uh, fresh you could you could the uh, uh, fresh beer taster the I don't know what they called it, but it was a fresh beer you know right away. And that window was closed, and we we're there, so that was that was a bummer. Not to, not to brag, but I taste the freshest bush light nectar of the gods, literally on planet Earth. While I was in St. Louis, they let me come into their, where they have the tanks full of all of the finished bush light, 
and we drank right from the tank. Did you actually think it tasted different? Oh, it was so fresh. <laughs> it was, it I don't was, know if I can. I'm one, assuming it was cold. One, it was so cold and so fresh. <laughs> oh, it was so much better. It, well, I learned that they keep it at 37 degrees. Didn't know optimal like, temperature yeah, for didn't, a didn't economical that, beer. Didn't know that was the. I'm uh, surprised. I would have thought it would have been a little colder than that. Well, um, that's why you don't. Uh, it's why you're not a brewer. So <laughs> a brewer. A brewer. <laughs> But yeah, no, I had no idea either. So I was like, oh, 37. He's like, it kind of seemed like it was like, yeah, that's the optimal temperature, but kind of like, I don't know. That's just what we keep it at. So so I, I got to ask, because uh, I'm a farmer and you're the Bush Light guy coming from, from Anheuser. You're known as the Bush Light guy. Um, the the whole Super Bowl issue last year where the farmers got upset. I, I had and a may, weird maybe, feeling this was coming. Well, I don't know. I, like, it's a big deal. It's to farmers. It was a big deal for a little while there. Did 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 non farmers know that it was kind of a big deal? Did you maybe did because you're in the beer space? Yeah, I mean, I get, I I see everything that happens with yeah. Bushlight. Like it's if something happens in that culture, it gets sent to me immediately. So one, I was like, you know, I watched a commercial and like I couldn't believe that they did that. One, I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. Um, and and I'm a guy that spends oh, bush burp. Good bush burp Spend a lot of time, you know, researching marketing techniques and stuff, and I was still having the trouble. Apparently, they were going for transparency is what I learned. They um, were going for transparency by so by what, knocking the idea and making it seem like corn syrup's terrible so, for you. So this is – I'm not saying it was a great move by them because um, I know people would be like, oh, well, you get paid by them, so, you know, of course you're going to take their side – I, one, I'm not paid by them. Two, um, if you if you understand the Anheuser Busch structure that is uh, their business, you'll realize that the brands within Anheuser Busch they operate like they're their own company. They're all so, they're they're together but separate. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. under the same name, but they I mean like they literally just operate as basically their own business, and so. I even know a few of the people that work in the Bush brand that were kind of like, I didn't know that that was going to happen. Or, you know, we were not like blindsided, but we were like, there, there well, it is. Becky, where, you where, can't where, just. There it on, is. On, where's the. Where's the Rockies? See, you see, you're. Uh, on this podcast now for the next however many minutes this lasts, there needs to be an announcement and the proper opening of the can. Yep. I just can't. I don't know. I'm just. Well, Randy could have Too done much the pressure. Randy could have done the sound effect for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so don't do that again. But please okay. don't because I don't know, it was kind of weak, but um, <laughs> he can bad. he can do better. The first time he did it for he me as shy. an idea, he was, he was shy. shy. He was yeah. shy. <laughs> so, back to what we we're talking about. All right. Um, cuz I think this is an important subject for your audience. Um, Bush Light does, Bush and Bush Light do not feel the way that Bud Light did, and that's why you'll see Billboards everywhere. Um, they're corporate Bush guy, and I do that in air quotes because we kind of have a funny ongoing bit that, you know, I'm the Bush guy. No, he's the Bush guy. But the guy that's on their payroll, it's been in the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, Bush burp again. <laughs> a lot of Bush burps happening yeah, over there. Take a breather. I'm, I'm excited. Catch your breath. I'm excited. They, you know, obviously they're like putting him on the ground and going and talking to farmers and letting them know that. Just because they did that, they are very separate from us. We did had nothing to do with that. 
we obviously use corn products in our beer, all of that. And you'll see billboards that say, you know, Bush is brewed with America's corn from America's heartland. And that's because they do want people to know that just because they said that doesn't mean that's the way that Bush behaves. Um, and I get it that, that to a lot of people that does not matter. Um, and I get, I don't, I don't necessarily believe it was like the best idea ever. Um, but I do understand how they're structured as a company and it is very, each brand is its own brand, you know? And so at least for what, for what I can, um, attest to is, is Bush's does not take that stance at all, even though their brother, big brother, Bud Light does. Well, and I guess one way that I looked at it was good or bad. They sure got a lot of publicity out of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, from both directions, it got people talking. You hate to, you hate to have that at the expense of America's heartland farmers. But it also it also riled up the other side where Miller Coors jumped on it, and all of a sudden Miller Coors is at every farm show That's you true. go to and trying to back up the yeah, farmers, and the farmers true. are jumping on that. And so, I mean, love it or hate it, it was what it was. I, th- I think both companies actually probably did really well off of that. Yeah. So what's wild about that campaign from talking to people at Anheuser-Busch about what their goal was and what was the kind of mentality is, th- for them, they are – always trying to capture the next generation of drinkers the next generation of drinkers is not drinking beer um they're drinking you know liquor um wines all that stuff kids these days yeah i tell you what go um and millennials but millennials no millennials drink beer they drink craft beers yeah they drink craft beers but they're also drinking a lot of vodkas whiskeys that stuff bush burp again jeez Oh, yeah. Okay, over so there. So you're saying millennials are well-rounded? Um, no, they're just different. <laughs> we'll say different. Um, are you a millennial? I am a millennial. You're yes. a millennial. Yes. You're a younger millennial. Yes, I'm, I'm an older one. I am on the lower end, but like I, my younger brother is like a tweener between Gen Z and what and millennial. Lower and so we're, when were you born? I was born in 1993. Oh yeah, so you're just on you're the. You're still tip. a millennial, Randy. Randy would be mm-hmm. an elderly millennial. Like yeah. He's about to go in the nursing home for <laughs> yes. millennials. Yeah. I, I Is that why your ex. knee was creaking when we walked in here? You're that old? It really does yeah. creak. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's he's on the upper end of millennials I don't, I don't where they still actually race, work. Yeah. yeah. You do you do have an ankle hold on, brace, though. Ho- hold on to that as long as you can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, to finish my original thought, it was, you know, it's... Um, one thing that matters to millennials too, apparently, and they've probably done surveys and whatnot, is transparency. Yeah. So their whole shtick was, this is the only thing that's in our beer. Look at us, millennials and Gen Zers. We care about what goes into our beer, and we want you to know exactly what goes into our beer, and these other guys try and hide it. It's kind of what the concept. I don't think it necessarily came off that way. Um, I guess you'd have to probably pool a bunch of millennials to find out how they actually felt about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it was tough. It was tough to watch for sure. So let's, let's play off on the advertising and make it seem like corn syrup is a terrible thing. Nobody wants to, you know, induce corn syrup. Yeah. Especially when just, you're... They were just misinformed, I think. I mean, they well, had Well, hold that... on. Especially, you really don't want to induce corn syrup if you're paying money to get alcohol poisoning. Right. You want to make sure you're getting alcohol poisoning in a healthy way. Right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing that's going on with the seltzers. 
Seltzers are really healthy. Did you know that? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? What's going on with with what? So White Claw, seltzers. Truly. Truly. All oh, those. yeah, yeah. Those healthy drinks because they have fruit painted on the, on the, the can. Fruit painted on, and it's just clear, bubbly water. Right, yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Right, mixed with a known carcinogen called yeah, alcohol. There are less, like, two less calories in there, you guys. No, no, there's not. No, there's more calories in a White Claw than there is in a Bush Latte. Don't you remember when I pointed that out to you one time? Because you were halfway falling for the, well, it's a White Claw. It's not, It's, it's so it's good for you. I fell for I'm it. like, how many calories thing, are in that thing? The only thing? thing is there's slightly less carbohydrates in it. That's, but, yes. like, there's, like, one gram less. Right. Is it because there's less alcohol in them? Actually, there's it's a little bit more alcohol. They are honestly. higher oh, they are. alcohol. Yeah. Okay. So that's the only good argument I would say towards those. Yeah, because I would say- If you're keto and you're only going to have one beer a day, then- Also, if you really love heartburn, White Claw, man. When have you Whoa, ever you've had enough tried White Claws white to know claw. that? Yeah, the first drink and only drink I ever took of a White Claw made my throat burn. One drink. You're lying. I like this like manly off that we're having right now. Dude, well, just tell me, did you have one or did you not did have Did you drink one? a White Claw, yes or no? Because I don't know if we can be friends anymore. I don't think I can compete with him because he's not even wearing sleeves. It was like, a, I'm at a disadvantage. It was in the upper 70s today. It was. It was legit. You are a no sunburned too, by the way. No, I he's just, always that's, that color. That's that's, you know, you know why he's sunburned. Like, like Patrick Star on SpongeBob. See, this is, what you're this is the normal tone, so it it soaks up the sun. Yeah, now. I see it now. He gets that because he sits in the tile plow in the air conditioning, and the sun comes through the the windows and just <laughs> yeah. magnifies on yep. his arms. Yep. I yep. just sit in the cab all yeah, day. Yeah, I think long. it might be the lighting in here too, man. You're getting a bad rap. Definitely. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I keep the shades drawn. I always try to blame any any. We should get. A picture of his suntan line on his face too, just to highlight the what? raccoon eyes. He's wearing. He has two pairs of sunglasses on his head right now. One's <laughs> one's up on his hair, and the other one's right on his eyes. Oh, so right, now you're Instagramming right now, and the bush latte guy is roasting me. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. I wish I hadn't yeah. missed We're it all. Totally yeah, totally gonna take advantage. It's of harder to see your. Show him your tan. Show him the tan arms. lines. Come they've, on, they've. I seen, only got. Uh, <laughs> we've met. <laughs> That's like the new, uh, you know, the farmer's tan is the classic T-shirt, but you're like the new age farmer's tan, just the cutoff. Y- yes. yes. There you yeah. go. New age 70, farmer's 73 tan. 73 degrees. So above 73 degrees, then you got to cut your sleeves off. I like that. Yes. Is that the cutoff? Do you wear yes. cutoff sweatshirts? I do not. Ooh. No. He wears I think that button-ups. Like he's got a party shirt. For the summertime. Oh yeah, I like that. Well, that yeah, like a button up, like what you're wearing right there. Yeah, he just cut... no sleeves. Yes. No, well, they start as sleeves. I mean, they're my good shirts for about a day. Yep. Uh, last year it made it a day and a half on the cruise, and then I had to cut the sleeves off. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't. I don't. Well, really that's because understand. your guns are too big, right? And you're like. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. take them the out of the case. Show. I have that issue. Guns a lot out, guns as well. out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you guns. bring sleeves with on a cruise ship? Because I just bought the shirt. Oh, you didn't want to wreck it? It'd be a shame to cut the sleeves <laughs> off on day one. That's true. That's a good so you point. went for day two. It, it, was, it was my good shirt to wear when we when we did the dress-up thing. That's yeah. right. When they make you the sit formal, at the, they require the They require sleeves on night one, so you wear the sleeves for the formal night. Well, and night then, two, they're not going to kick you off. You're in the middle of the damn ocean. That's, yeah, what are they going to do? That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. So they could probably lock you in a really tiny room and go insane, and that sounds terrible. They do have yeah, a jail. That would be. Yep, they do. Well, we just went to the hibachi grill instead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. He played some trick. What? He was going to throw something at Randy. An egg. The hibachi. Was it an egg? What? No, it was something shrimp. before that. He did shrimp. like the one, two, shrimp. three. 
but he didn't throw it at Randy. He threw it at me. Like he was looking right at Randy and then he mm-hmm. tossed it my direction. And for some reason I sensed that he was going to do something like that. And I like caught it perfectly in my mouth. That's I, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I'll nice. shut it down right there. Very well so, played. so Miles, how did this whole thing on your social media with the You Betcha, by the way, that's where that's where they can find you on social media, right? Yep. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Um, if you go to at OUBetcha, so it's O-H-H, You Betcha, you can find us on all those. Um, yeah, so it, it really started from... I. I so I grew up, uh, you guys are farmers, um, you grow up, you're fifth generation, you know, the whole thing. I grew up doing concrete work um, where Ooh. it's not the same, uh, but it is both tough work and uh, you kind of appreciate. Is there ball busting and beer drinking there with is, concrete guys? There is so much of that, um, ball busting and beer drinking. Are you guys hard on the concrete drivers? The concrete drivers? Yeah. Well, now we don't have to deal with them as much because they got pump trucks and whatnot to where they, you know, they don't have to do as much driving, right? And getting it where you need it to. So uh, we uh, we don't have have to worry about a bad concrete driver as much anymore. But I definitely have uh, seen a bad pump driver hit the joystick the wrong way and uh, the guy on the wall is holding on to the hose and that's it and he's just dangling 10 feet in the air. So, so but, you know oh how boy. in that, so you know how they send the Nerf ball through to clean it out mm-hmm. at the yep. end? So yep. I used to do bin work, so pouring bin pads. Yep. First pour, hanging onto the hose and he winds her up and, and nothing's coming out. So he winds her up a little harder and he shoots that eight inch Nerf ball out of that four inch oh hose my God. and it, it lifted me. I bet I was four feet in the air because that boom shot when that Nerf ball come flying yeah. out the end. Yeah. So I, I have a little experience in, well, 50 pounds ago I had experience in the concrete world. Yeah. Same, same as well. Um, so yeah, I, I did concrete work for, for, uh, for a while. Um, you know, eight summers slash years with my dad and, as much as I loved the time hanging out um, with the guys, you know, ball busting and drinking beer, there was a, uh, it was like, okay, I need to figure something else out because I don't necessarily want to do this, you know, with my feet getting stuck in the mud and pulling my hips out of the socket every day of my life. And so, so you did the millennial thing. I did the millennial thing and just sat at Starbucks on my computer with my AirPods. That's yeah. it. No. <laughs> I uh, so Obviously, concrete up here is uh, seasonal, and so I took my un- very little unemployment that I got for seasonal work, and I decided that me and another guy were going to start a marketing company doing videos and content for businesses in, in town, and so... What experience did we have? We did not have any experience and we had no business doing that. We luckily convinced someone to let us uh, let us do their marketing. So I think they were kind of just trying to get us out of the office and be like, hey, you know, yeah, sure, go make us videos. Fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just get out of here. Um, and then we did that for a couple years and learned a lot. Um, but I was pretty sick of people telling us what was good work and what wasn't good work without even posting it. And uh, too many hands in the pot, as one would say. And so I was like, I need something for myself. I like being in front of the camera. And I think there's a big void of content for the Midwest person, um, people like me. And uh, I like drinking bush lights. So let's do a little video about that. I know other people do too. And the rest is kind of history. Just started posting content and firing from the hip. 
What was your first video that kind of went viral, for say, that took off? Yeah, so we had posted some videos before the first one that went viral. We probably were posting for a couple months before that happened. Um, but the first one was a uh, bush light versus spotted cow. And I don't know if you guys have had yes. spotted cow before. Yes. But you can only get it in Wisconsin. Yep. And people are very intense about spotted cow, I found out. It was trigger factor. It's like a religious following. Yeah, it was like a trigger factor to the max. Like, you know, Trump triggers people. It was like spotted cow. If you talk bad about spotted cow, it's like the same equivalent (laughs) to trigger. Yeah, they're coming for you. So, obviously, uh, that was the first video that hit. Got a million views on Facebook. Sat back. was like, this is cool. But, oh, man, now I have to try and figure out how to do this again. (laughs) But that's what you were hoping for when you started this whole deal, right? You were hoping that that was going to happen. And and I had planned for that to happen, but like five years down the road. And this was, you know, two and a half, three months in. And I got a million views on a video and I'm starting to gain followers. And all of a sudden, they're like, people are expecting me to put out good content. (laughs) And it was like, okay, let's try and figure this out. Did you have the name... You betcha, or oh, you betcha, before that? Yeah, yeah, that's how we started it. I, I thought up of a brand of what would be good for the Midwest, but also, you know, a cool-sounding thing. And right. the reason why I'm not just like like a lot of guys that do, c- c- like, comedy stuff online, their page is, like, just their name. And I, I wanted to be able to have the freedom to grow it bigger than just myself. Um, to bring on other people who are funny or whatever, because if it was just my name, we wouldn't have that capability. But make it more of a brand than just, you know, Miles. Um, right now, obviously, I'm the only one posting content, but it leaves the door open. And maybe you'll see the Millennial Farmer on an episode. Well, maybe you will. Maybe you have to go check oh, it man, out. That'd be crazy. I'm guessing by the time this podcast comes out, there's going to be a couple of videos out. So, Because My- Miles spent the afternoon here. And we did a couple of videos that are going to come out. So just milling around the shop, just milling around, around, doing what guys do. Yep, drinking beer, annoying people by being millennials. So the other guy, you said you started advertising yep. with another guy. Is he still? Is he part so of this at all? He's not part of this. Um, we uh, basically he had a restaurant as well. So his other gig was was he, had, he owned a restaurant, and this got busy enough to where. Um, I was like, okay, I can step away and still financially be good. And he had got his restaurant busy enough to where he could step away. It kind of worked out nicely where it was like a, not like a breakup or anything. We just kind of decided to both go our separate ways professionally because Bush burp, we had had good stuff rolling. Bush sure seems airy. Yeah, that's because there's a lot of air in that well, bush. That's because it's so fresh. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it must have just got canned. That's probably what's going on. Well, bush doesn't last long on the shelves, right? Well, it's yeah, all fresh. It, yeah, it's that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, it's only kept at 37 degrees. Yeah. So, I mean. It's always cold. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we kind of just went around several ways, and uh, we obviously still talk all the time and, and bounce ideas off each other, and because obviously... We, you know, I, I learned a lot from the business that we had because learned about what does go well on social media, what does not go well, um, how to edit videos the right way for social media because it's different than doing a TV commercial and all that. So, so different. Yeah. If people, when 
brands come to us and they want to partner up and they want you to make a commercial and it's like, no, 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 we are not making you a commercial. Yeah, you just can't do that. Well, it just won't go anywhere. No, no, exactly, no. Like, for example, like there's where I'm at, there's a carpet company that they put ads on on uh, on Facebook and they're literally just regurgitated TV commercials that they just put on Facebook and it's like the cringiest. That like, doesn't go over well? It doesn't go well, like no views, no engagement, no nothing, and it's just like tough to watch. There's at least a dozen jokes about laying carpet in there that they could play with throw it on oh. facebook and <laughs> yeah. it would it would be a hit yeah oh 100 percent. but no let's they put would the same more old carpet stuffy. than anyone yeah yeah why don't you come on down we got all the best brands like that kind of style is just drives me nuts yeah, yeah. 70s work. carpet 80s carpet shag <laughs> today's carpet, carpet known as hardwood clean shaved carpet <laughs> known as linoleum we got the linoleum flooring yeah, I always did. Uh, I go too far. The millennials always <laughs> joke that, you know, the older generations call us dumb or whatever. But we there was an entire generation that covered hardwood floors with linoleum. Lin- lin- whoa. <laughs> whoa, hold up! Hold did I just up. have a stroke? <laughs> you guys might need to take bush me to the stroke. <laughs> bush stroke. Yeah, we went from bush burp to bush stroke. Somebody get him a course. Hold on. Yes. Okay. Try it. Use it nope, in a sentence. I'm not. I'm not going for it again. People, you're nope, just I'm, giving up. Yep, I'm that rubbery stuff you that you put on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you get the point. Linoleum. There we go. Is there a is there a long term goal for Oh You Betcha? Where you go from? Where are you going from here? I mean, be, looking beyond the fact that you can't say linoleum, <laughs> like what comes after? Thank that? Thank God that's not a requirement for this job. <laughs> Thank God I don't work at a carpet store, you know. <laughs> yeah, like that would I wouldn't have yet, a job. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Curse. Ooh, there it was. That was a little better. The Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> the coolest thing you might just want to leave. <laughs> so you should try cracking open and just doing the Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. I gotta drink another beer. Well, oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting there, Randy. I'll let you. you yeah. yeah, I'll let okay. you. Okay, we're workshopping this. Is what we're doing here. So, yeah. so yeah. do I need my own brand? Or since I'm drinking Coors Light, do I but have to I, just I, do your I thing? I screwed mine up again. I'm supposed. It's you know. It's supposed to be like you know. Oh my God! I can taste the Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies. You just. Do you yeah, guys but you hear can't that? copy his thing. <laughs> That's the best part, though. Imitation is the best form of flattery, you know? Oh, yes. I, I've got a copycat on the internet right now, and he's really bugging me. Can't use his he's name. copying you? Can't yeah. use his I name. I won't use any names. I won't. Yeah. He's driving me nuts. How does he copy you? He edits Zach's videos? Because I do a lot of Zach's work. R- right. Just yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be a social influencer, a if you're open. gonna be a social influencer, the most important thing, in my opinion. Oh my God, that's cold. <laughs> Sorry. Did you say, did you, you, say you need a Miller Lite opening? Yeah, yeah I was I trying to like, ignore that. Like Miller. Oh my God, that tastes like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I knew where it was going, it was still funny. <laughs> no, but if you're, if you're going to be a social influencer, you've got to be creative. You, it's got to be your own individual content if you're going to carry long term. And I. So you're I, saying the style is ripped off from you, or? No, not the style. Well, a little, a little. There's definitely a, a little of the style. A little style, and then. 
I don't know if I can be specific enough because I'm not. I'm not going to be calling anybody out. There's some back end stuff that is an obvious, like copy and paste. We'll just say that. Oh, it's been under her skin for a while now. It's only been like a week. But. So what I will say though, what I, this is my social media advice. Oh my god, to the you. Rockies burp. <sighs> Coattail Randy. Randy's. We're still workshopping. He's trying to force it. You just gotta let it happen. <laughs> Stick with the Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies. I That's do like the echo. Gotcha. The echo is good. So what I will say though is yes, you know, everyone the imitation is the best form of flattery, all that stuff. No one will ever be able to beat you at your own game. Yes. So what I mean by that is... I don't know is, if I believe that, though. You think... Oh. You think? And if they are taking parts of your shtick and adding it to theirs, I don't necessarily call that copying. I think it's just being smart as a business person, one. Sure. But two, if they are carbon copying you, they are not going to be... Long term, they're not going to be able to beat you at your own game, but because clearly they're not talented enough to come up with new ideas. Right, they're going to get a jump start, and that's about it, is kind of yeah, what they're, I Yeah, they're going to reap some benefits from it. Yes. But I think long term, it's going to be one of those things where like clearly they're not creative enough to come up with their own shtick, or lazy enough. Shtick, I like that. To where they're not going to be able to last long term. That's what she said. Oh, man, I was just waiting for him to finish that sentence. I didn't know shtick was going to be a... She must have seen that in my eyes. No. Is that what you guys are I I was looking at her, like, waiting for Miles to quit talking, and then she stole my line. So now all I got is this. Curs. I don't know. Then how does it go, Randy? The Rockies. Oh, gee whiz, I can taste the Rockies. The Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. (laughs) Why did you turn into the crocodile hunter there? It's a Midwestern. It was a Midwestern crocodile hunter. Yeah, well, the, the dude so from Wisconsin. We, we In Madison, Wisconsin one night, we literally drank the hotel bar out of Coors Light. And there was a dude there from- what, uh, the, Where was the he governor, from? The he, Governor's Club. Yeah, it was a Governor's Club at like the Mansion Hotel, this fancy hotel that- yeah. I won't go into how we got in there. This is not a normal hotel for us, but we got no, in there. No, I mean- the, and, and not to brag, you guys got into a fancy hotel. Right. Whatever. Out the yeah, front no, door no, is the cap brag. We were just hanging out yeah. where the governor drinks. And and we drank them out of Coors Light because they don't keep a lot of Pretty economic too. beers it, it on was, hand. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yep. There's a lot of stories from that night. But some guy from like southern Wisconsin sits down and started making fun of the way we talk. Like, Oh, jeez. He talked the same way. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, just completely the whole night. And it was kind of funny, like, when he'd try to impersonate us. It was it was funny. We had a good time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Out of our group of friends, I most definitely, I think, probably have the most Minnesotan accent sometimes. And it's crazy. It must be unusually strong sometimes because Zach's YouTubers, a large majority of them think that I'm from Canada sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's because when you're from Minnesota and a, and a Canadian says something to you, you immediately know that dude is Canadian or that girl, that so girl is Canadian. You want to know what I said on the way here today? Uh, and our, our camera gal was, you know, like, oh, you know, like what's, you know, what's going on? What's his shtick? What's his, you know, what is he up to? All this stuff. And I go, you know what? I'm really excited because Zach is probably, you can't get much more Midwest slash Minnesota than Zach. So it's funny that you say that you're worse than him at that. 
You I, think I have a thick Minnesota accent? Oh my gosh, it's yeah, it's very strong. That's crazy because yeah. I usually I get told that I don't have that thick of a Minnesota accent. Like the guy at the motel that night said he couldn't hear it on me. It was Casey. Yeah, Casey. Well, Casey is. There's some that are worse than others, but like in terms of the way that you talk, the way that you handle yourself, I was just like, this is a Midwest guy (laughs) throwing through, and and I love it, you know? So. Yeah, well, I was in North Dakota and Montana a couple weeks ago, so I'm well traveled. (laughs) North Dakota. We're very warm. I've been in Nebraska recently. Yeah, that's one place that I have not been on the You Betcha tour. That I, Nebraska? that I need to get to, yeah. You do. We haven't done an event there, is kind of what I mean by that. We've been to Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, North Dakota, Missouri, um, but we haven't hit Nebraska. That's kind of our next place we want to go. But You might have an in there. In, in Nebraska? Nebraska? Oh, yeah. Well, how could we work this? Well, We're going to be in Nebraska in December for right. a large event <coughs> with Farmers Business Network. Whoa. There is a lot of, I'd like to say free beer because it's free for us. <laughs> Somebody buys it. Yeah. Yes. Everybody just stay tuned. But that would be. There was your Minnesota accent right there. <laughs> you sound oh. like you were in the movie oh, Fargo geez. there. Jeez, everybody. Oh, yeah, stay tuned, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that I heard it bad. Oh, oh, we're going to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> That was bad. That was I, bad it's in a shame. Bad in a good way. Yeah. You know what I mean by that. Yeah. But I also you should, can make a mean hot dish. You oh, have I'm going to write this on my notes in front you of You have me. some connections there. Absolutely, I do. And and I would say there's a place for the you betcha guy there. In fact, like a lot of people listening to this who are farmers might be interested in that event. Correct. It's called Farmer to Farmer. It's in Omaha, the beginning of December. It's put on by Farmers Business Network, which is the reason that this podcast is here. Randy and I are both going to be there, right? You told me you were going to be there. Yeah, yep. Even if the ground is not frozen. If the ground is not frozen, the guys said, yeah, we want a break. It's December. So are, are, the, are the, all the pipe layers coming with you? I, I doubt it. You doubt it? I don't yeah. know if that event can hand, handle that many pipe layers, you know? Correct. There's, yeah. there's not enough to go around. No, yeah. nope. There's a lot more pipe than there is land (laughs) (laughs) thank you for finishing the sentence for me (laughs) easy so okay this is kind of off topic but are you because obviously you guys are vikings fans growing up minnesota yeah the mid the minnesota millennial farmer yeah are you a gopher fan you know there are I, i definitely have friends who like the gophers follow the gophers love there's some guys like the really hardcore football dudes love college football which you know yep yep and love the gophers myself i no i'm like i'm like a i'm like a moderate slightly above moderate football fan yep i just don't have the time or you know i follow the vikings that's who i follow you've maybe gotten a little bit more into it recently also just cuz our boy onyx is at the age where he's all things Sports. Yeah. Oh, he loves sports. He gets sports. into it. And His face kind of lit up today when I said at fantasy football. He was oh, like, he was yes. on top oh, of that. He was on. He yeah. loved it. He, yeah. He's like, is is that a thing? Like, where where can can you direct me to the website? What team like, are you talking about? How yeah, do I get how, into this? How yeah. does it work? That's, That's like my totally little brother. Onyx. My brother, little brother, is that way. It was the guy. You know, he prints off sheets for the fantasy football draft, and you know, he knows every stat from 1990 on. And you're like, okay, what's going on? That's See, DJ. and that that sounds fun. DJ's yeah. into that? Oh, huge into that. Fantasy he, football. Yeah, he's into he's three four leagues and he's got some 
pretty good cash into oh, that. Man. I think it sounds like a lot of fun, but I just don't. It's just another thing for me to concentrate on, and I don't feel that motivated to have to concentrate on many well, more things. Okay, so here's what my experience has been. We talk about this on our podcast, shameless plug. If you want to check out our podcast, go to You Betcha Radio on all streaming platforms. <laughs> but uh, we talk about on our podcast that uh, fantasy football is the best and the worst because it kind of ruins Sundays for you. I've heard this. Yeah, it's like even like even if you're a Vikings fan and you're like your team is winning but Adam Thielen hasn't caught a pass in 3 quarters and he only has That would never happen. Let's say a, a crazy How about a realistic story oh, here? Oh god, here we go. This is this is the issue Zach, with work. we've only got 45 minutes. This is the this is the issue with working with diehard Vikings fans here, but uh okay, this is way more realistic. Kirk Cousins hasn't thrown a pass over 7 yards. Okay, I follow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and so, you know, he, he your team's winning cuz the running game's doing well, but Kirk Cousins is just not doing well. Even though your team wins, you're a little bit like, he's my fantasy quarterback. Like, this sucks. And so I personally love fantasy when it's going well. It's the worst when it's not. So I don't want to do that because I don't want to have to watch a game like that and say, okay, we're dominating the running game. We got to stick with that, right? That's the game plan you yeah, got to stick with. But you need to hit Thielen some more. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Can we I put just... Thielen in the backfield? Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. I just want my team to win. Yeah. Well, and it's one other good thing, though, is the teams you don't care about, if you have someone on your fantasy team that's in that, you suddenly like are interested in that game now. Yeah. So it breeds like, more like, like playoffs. Like right. playoff football to me, even if the Vikings are out of it, which, again, would never happen. But even if they oh are. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't stomach this anymore. <laughs> even if the Vikings are not a part of it, it's still really fun for me to watch playoff football. Yeah. Yeah, because everything's on the line. Yep, it's just fun. I'm know? just a mom. I, I have no interest in football whatsoever. But my kid is so into it. It bring it. I get so. I, it makes you want to get into it. Well, I don't know if it makes me want to get into it, but I enjoy watching him get into it. And I'll never ever forget the moment of the whole Minnesota miracle thing. Oh, yeah. And I caught it on tape of him. I wasn't watching the TV, but we were in a bar. Yes, we bring our kids to the bar. This small town. USA. You know, you're in a small town yes. bar. NFC. Your kids are sitting at the end of the bar. Yes, yes, that is our yeah. bar. And uh, the Minnesota, you know, I'm watching Zach and Onyx biting their nails watching this, and it happens. We posted it to YouTube. Yeah. It's on the Millennial Farmer YouTube channel. Yeah, and I just seeing my kids' eyes light up like that, like, I don't think there will ever be a moment in like that you could redo that. Like, it just brought him so much damn excitement. It was crazy. I didn't know that was possible. And he hasn't lived through, like, nearly the heartache well, that was the, some like, pretty big heartache well, to follow. Yeah. I mean, it definitely dribbled down their leg. Yeah. Oh, man. That was... that was. So that's one thing I will say. So I'm, at my job, I like to joke, is like I just observe people and then tell people how they behave. Um, and that's a lot of what like my Like the tire are. kicking thing you brought up today. Yeah. You don't think about it. You don't think about that's it. That's what you do. Just maybe notice this. If like someone gets a new truck or a car or whatever and you go look at it, you tend to just be gravitated towards kicking the tire with your foot. You're gonna do it. You just, you just, you're just like, oh yeah, hmm. yeah, it looks pretty good. And you kick it. See, there's air pressure in them, huh? Ah, oh, those are aired up. You know, like <laughs> nice firestones. So one thing I will notice about Minnesota fans is it's always about talking about 
all of the times that their team has broken their hearts. And Green Bay fans, true. even though a lot of their championships happened like in like 1910. Yep. All they, they talk about love. is how much they win and how many Super yes. Bowls they have. Yes. Right? Even yes. though they haven't even – some kids, some of the fans haven't even been alive when it's happened. But they're like, Most ah, got, of them. Yeah. And so uh, – That's why that's, – that's but it, like part of what just gets to us, right? Right. But it's, it's like, like, you know, the Vikings fan can be a lot of – I might catch some flack for this, but a lot of woe is me – we always mess it up. We always. I don't disagree. That's one thing that drives me nuts about the Green Vikings Bay fans. fans. Are oh, don't worry. You know, Aaron Jesus Rogers is gonna just take care of it for us. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Completely agree. That's one of the things that drives me nuts about Vikings fans. Is that like when 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 Keenum took us to the championship game, and he and he failed us, right? But I mean, the team failed us, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, the team. I didn't he mean to rip on Case there. He brought you farther than you've been in so he, long, and it, he failed you guys. It, it was the most fun season we've had, maybe since '98. Like yeah, the yeah. Favre season was pretty fun, but since nine in 20 years, roughly, it was the greatest thing we had. He brought us all the way there, and we completely shit the bed on that game. Yeah, but all all things considered, like that season was so awesome, and then. The second the season was over and Kirk Cousins was up for grabs, we ran Keenum right through the mud. We yeah. had to get Kirk Cousins immediately and get rid of Keenum. And it was like, well, if Keenum had his confidence built up, we just destroyed it by running him through the mud on the internet. Well, that, and just think about all the chemistry he had with those players of going through last second drives, fourth quarter comebacks, all of that. Like, going through that, the amount of... The amount of like rapport he had with his teammates yeah. was like just as valuable as someone who's just a maybe a slightly better quarterback, right? right? So yeah, so then we dump we dump all this money on Cousins, which I understood because guaranteed he, though, which is it was a fully guaranteed contract, which is right ne- like barely ever happened. I don't know if it ever had happened before. It was huge. Yeah. But we also, like, all we had with Keenum was those, you know, 10 or 12 games, which went really well. But we had to, we, we, we replaced him with Cousins then. So then it's like, all right, I guess Cousins is what we have. That's where we put our money. He's probably still, he is still a solid quarterback. Yep. So we jumped on that. And then as soon as he throws a couple interceptions and fumbles it a couple of times, we run him through the mud. Well, so what happened was with the switch from Keenum to Cousins was you went from having the bad boy, you know, like the guy who rides a motorcycle, wears all leather, gets the cowboy the chicks, boots, cowboy boots, yeah. you know, winking at your girl and stealing her on the weekends type of thing. Went from that to the teacher's pet nerd guy and yes, Cousins. the Sunday school because teacher. Because it was a safer bet, and you know, but... I don't think that necessarily it was a better bet. It was just a safer bet to go with Kirk Cousins because he's more polished and all that. But sometimes it pays off, you know, getting the bad boy. I don't know. What do you think? I think you're right. I, it was. <laughs> it was. Is, it is was Zach what it was. I, yeah, Zach, are you a bad boy? I have a motorcycle. Were you the, were you the bad boy yeah. back in high school? I have a motorcycle and a set of so cowboy boots. High school and sweethearts. I think so. We didn't go to the same high school, but we met at a party that was forty miles from my school, and 
Basically, I... Wait, so you guys what, went to a party when you were still in high school? Wouldn't that also be like 40 miles from your high school? <laughs> I mean, it was 40 miles from your high school. Wouldn't that also be 40 miles from your high school? No. No, Aren't no, you? we were closer, to, a lot closer to my high school. Yeah. She came down here. You're closer than 80 miles apart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 40. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. We're like 50 miles apart. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. My bad. All this miles talk is is hurting my brain. How many minutes away were you guys? That's what I really need to know. It's like 50 minutes. It's a short hour. Yeah. We As a Minnesotan in, would say, it's a short hour. We need to talk in terms minutes, of- 45 minutes from my house we, to his house. We need is to talk in terms of, yeah. of hours. So you were on this side of Long Prairie? Yeah, I was right in Way between, on this side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. yeah. I'm going to Long Prairie. Like I'm she, like, it takes me way longer to get No, she's yeah. like damn near Osakis. So okay. I traveled- Along gotcha. the way for a party. And, so, uh, walk me through a little bit of how you guys met. And uh, oh, well. welcome to Love Connections on the yeah. Millennial Farmer Podcast. Yeah, no, so, episode one. I, I no, I this wasn't touched on episode one. Should I just sum it up, Cliff Notes? So wait, yeah. well, you didn't guys, you, well, you have so to, does out, miles have to run? Time out. No, no, time out. You guys didn't meet on FarmersOnly.com. We did not. No, <laughs> it was much more romantic than that. <laughs> Oh, I was at a party. Romantic. I was at a party drinking economical beer, and I went okay. in the yard, the front yard, to take a leak. And when I looked through the window, uh, her and her friend came running from the kitchen table to flash me. That's this right. Did happen. Mm-hmm. And they so did. He's not and the bad boy. You're the bad girl. She's the bad. I have yes. always been that. Yeah. Behind wow. her. Like three of my friends saw what was going to happen. They all stood up and ran outside to come like <laughs> behind me. But th- she beat them, her and yep. her friends. So I, I saw yeah. her friends And then the rest too. was history. So yeah, it was, I was, I think I was six, I'm 16 when we met. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. You were 16. I was so we've 29. We've been together for over half of our life. <laughs> we've been together for a long time. Oh my God. Long wow. time. We got married when I was 21. Yeah. We're like old people how far are you apart in age same two no, years just two, under yeah two, a couple just years. under two years yeah, yeah. only you're a older. year about in school i'm older yeah. only a year apart in school but so two, you're only, almost two years so you're like 33 i think so that sounds she right. is 26 okay yes mm-hmm. that's, that's right. what we're going with sounds good <laughs> is this your first rodeo you're telling like exposing well, the ladies, I, I know the ladies her, age I know well live enough. on yeah. live yeah. on the internet yeah he knows her well enough that he just it's all good yeah I'm not very. The guy didn't even wear sleeves to a podcast. That is true. Yes. I it was. Hot. I shouldn't expect that from <laughs> well, him. I, I should. You can do better, Randy. Yeah. There's. You are the pipe layer. There's literally a fireplace in your studio that was on. When that I was got on, here. which it my wife turned on. Sixty-five degrees down here, okay? and it's wonderful. That's no. that's the weather we put sleeves on. Us bigger guys need it at that level, well, otherwise you guys we sweat. Should maybe go on a diet. I maybe what? a little less bush light and Coors Light would do you guys okay. some good. You are somebody a cut little her bit mic. too we much could... like my mother now, and I don't like it. Hey, nobody can cut my mic. I'm in charge of this show. We could so... switch to white claws because they're healthier. I'm in. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> should go on the white claw guy. You know, because there's fruit down the can. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am in arm's length of just ripping out her cord over here hey, on, no. the, on the on the on the things so whatever don't you dare that would be funny if she wasn't paying attention i just pulled it and she, it would be you could hear her in the background of our mics just jibber jabbing it'd be like the charlie brown like he's giving me like knucks underneath the table like nice oh the the old ball and chain yeah. oh jeez oh jeez. Oh, yeah. we talked oh, about this last geez. time like she's supposed to be behind glass right i would think yeah that is true if the you're the producer of the producer, podcast, you shouldn't be in editor, the same room. Director, director, yeah, 
I'm a man, a woman of many roles. Fireplace turner honor mm, roles. You know, like Got donuts. A problem. Jesus. I mean. <laughs> Everybody looks were, at me like I'm crazy. Pulls out a homer. Well, we were just mm, we were just talking, and you're having a moment with yourself well, over there. I'm hungry. Okay, you can't just feed me beer and make me take video all day long. You expect that, me not to want to eat it. That was a, that that was a long right day now. of video, wasn't it? It, it was, was. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. We yeah. probably were doing it for six hours, wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. Pretty close. It was well, maybe a little under because we we had lunch, we had lunch in there. Yeah. Good. You've been here all day? He yeah, he got, got we noon. met at the hatchery at noon. Whoa. Yeah. And it's now eight yeah, o'clock well, at night. The the tour of downtown Lowry got you know, it that, that took, took a up while. that took a while. Well yeah, when as we walked from the front door of the bar to our trucks. Did you did you tour the gas station? Well oh, we might do that on the way out. We might oh, do it on the way out. But there's, there's three bars. There's not a gas station. <laughs> but there used to be. Yes. But there's three bars. Two now. Two Only now. Two. Was closed. Randy, the third one closed before I was twenty-one. Come on, Randy. The Legion? No, no. the Legion's still there. There's the Legion. Cons. And the Cons. Mm-hmm. Cons, Cons is closed now a, a long car time ago. R.I.P. to Cons. Well, that's. Yeah. R.I.P. to Cons. He still sells used cars. Just doesn't serve beer with them. Yeah. No. No. You don't get. You don't get a ice cold. Well, bush. it's just under the table now. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be. It could, could be. be. It wouldn't be a farming podcast it's, if we didn't talk about the weather. 75 degrees, 40 minutes past the hour. Yeah, give it depends me, on the well, day. We, we should maybe close out the podcast with you guys giving me advice on someday when I'm a, when I'm a dad or a, or a parent. Oh, boy. I already got my Ooh. new balance ready and rocking and ready to roll. You do. You know what? And the dad bod. You're on top Okay, of that. we don't need to expose Ooh, my hey, dad bod. I don't know girl. that that was necessary. Hey, thank you. Do you own a pair of cargo shorts? Um, I do for the videos. I do for the videos. I didn't. You or well, hold on. Well, you hold, only own for the videos. Now he's struck Hold on to those. I wore cargo pants all weekend. Shorts. Okay, so cargo pants are a lot different than shorts, too. By the way, actually, I don't own. Yeah, they're dark. You are. You do not wear cargo pants. That was a mistake. I don't own a pair of cargo pants. It's just cargo, cargo shorts. shorts. Yeah, I'm not on the cargo shorts train. So what of kind of shorts do you wear? There's... I just wear shorts without pockets on the side. So you're a golfer. Where do you put I wear, your players? I wear golf shorts. Yes. Yeah. Where do I put my pliers? <laughs> I just put in my ass crack and that's it. Yeah. Because oh, apparently, I can't, yeah. I can't deal with so it. I have several pairs of shorts with no pockets on the sides, and I don't, it feels like there's nothing there, and they want to ride up. So I like the weight of the short or the pockets to you pull down. You literally just put like rocks in your cargo pockets. Yeah, I like so a little bit of weight on the side of my up. shorts. Huh? I, I don't. I. You are so embarrassing. Full I, disclosure: I don't own a pair of shorts that aren't cargos. Well, you've seen the pair that I tried to wear this summer. You were there. The short ones that are cut off between your knees. Yeah, so when I sit down, like my nuts hang out. No, I'm talking the ones you made yourself. Long story. Oh, those are Jean Capri's. If you're a farmer and you're listening to this podcast, cargo shorts are not cool. What? When you say you don't own a pair of shorts that aren't cargo. I have not met a man who wears a cutoff with that tan line 
that like owns something other than cargo shorts. So that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. You are on completely on brand. <laughs> keep doing you. you. Don't listen to her. Like you need to keep doing your thing. I just don't have the cutoff tan line, so I just don't rock cargos all the time. I cannot tell if you That's were complimenting right. my friend or making both. fun of him. It was both. It was both. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what this podcast is about, is it not? Oh, we should have had Wells uh I wish apparel. I had the picture. We should like, have. I would have to thumb through my phone too long. But Zach's got a pair of jeans that he tried to make into jean shorts. Oh, boy. Well, he was now there's worried. a story here. He was worried about cutting them too short. So he cut them. Because <laughs> I did exactly that once. I cut them too between short. his knees and his ankles, his feet. I like that. So I get there to help him move. Well, no, hold on. You forgot the part where like, I put them on and I realized, all right, these are eight inches too long yet. I could cut a lot off. But I was just too lazy to take them off and yes. recut them, so I wore them for the day. So he meets me at the door with these for the pair day? of jeans. Where was I? You wore cutoff jeans for the day. No cut off. Capris. You were there. We were moving. We, we were moving to here. Oh my they were god! Cut off capris. How but does she not so, with with work boots uh, and long socks? That, so there was like that, this much of my shins. Yes, with two that he had my hung socks showing. and work boots on. <laughs> so he had shorts like halfway between his knees and his feet. I don't feet. hate it. But doggone, the breeze was getting in. Like, and I, it was still was it. It worked out well. Yes. So so what happened then? Randy took a picture, put it on Facebook. Everybody laughed, and since then, he still has a picture. He shows a lot of people. Yeah, we should get that going. And, and, then, he, and, and then he wears the capris even every chance he can get. Even better, about six hours into that day, when those capri jeans had gotten really dirty, yes. Randy and I are headed back this to go get another day. load. This was a day you weren't really planning on running into anybody, No, right? no, no, no. That's why I kept them on. Like, yeah. well, my wife and Randy it are the only like people a... that are going to see me, mm -hmm. so I'm just going to leave them on. So... We leave here, headed back to the old house to get another truckload of stuff. And there's like smoke billowing a mile away. Well, Randy is a firefighter, so he's like, we, we better at least drive yeah, by that and check it out. It's a middle of the day, black smoke rolling. It stood you out. You don't burn anything. Had you got a page me. on your pager, though? No, because we were out of his his area. Yep. Okay. Actually, we so did. So it'd be though. a different By the time department. We got there, then we did. That's right, because your we, department we'd seen showed it up too soon. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we drive a mile down the road on the gravel road so and make the turn. So kudos to you to be first on the scene before you even got a page. Definitely, I think you that's were. Called yes. yeah. good, that's yeah. called being yeah. a good fireman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Other than our buddy Bennett. Who yeah. was already there? Who, who started the fire? You know, arson. No, he, and, uh, he, yeah, right. He called it in. So we oh. get there, and it's a pickup. It was a stolen pickup out oh. here in the middle of West Central Minnesota. Stolen pickup on the edge of the cornfield on fire, and our buddy Bennett is standing there. And I pull up. I'm like, Oh, Bennett's gonna see my jeans. <laughs> like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll have some beers <laughs> well, and laugh Capri. later. This so, car is on fire, and your buddy's there, and you're worried about your jeans. These things were ridiculous. They were that man. bad, huh? <laughs> They had like holes in the knees and another eight inches of jean below them where oh I had cut God. with the scissors that morning. So they weren't even frayed. It was like a straight scissors cut. <laughs> it, it, it was a good thing that Bennett was there already and called it in. Right. Because, because we, have, we have a rule in our department. You can't get credit for a fire that you either started or called in yourself. Oh, sure. So you didn't get any. You, you got credit. Right. Otherwise, I sure. wouldn't have got credit if I was first on scene. Sure. So yes. we're standing there anyway on a gravel road. This thing's burning up. We're, we're pretty there's, confident. There's a reason for that. Who knew that firemen's, firemen were keeping track of who... I, I, yeah. Who calls it in? And yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to make your quota. It's quarter. a competition. Yeah. yeah. Well, we as have, is we everything in life. We have a certain percentage you got to make for the year. 
to be on the department. You can't just be on the department and not show up to anything. Oh, so oh. you got to count that as like so I got you showed up it. to that fire. Yeah, but ah. if I was first there and, and had called it in. I never even thought of that. Yes. I was just concerned about the fact that as we stood there on the road watching that pickup burn, not only did the department from my hometown show up, the <laughs> department from my other hometown showed up so that just about everybody I knew was fighting a fire while I stood on the road in these ridiculous cut-off jeans. You could have rolled them up like I did today. I, they, I'm not kidding you. They're about that length. Like, I must have cut about this much off the bottom of them and figured they were good. Were you, like, super hammered when you did this? Or, like, why no, did that happen? No, he was just really nervous just, about I just them really didn't want them to be too short. Yeah. Okay, but at that point, would you? And you're a tall guy, short? Zach. Like, there's a there. I mean, there's like what four feet there. Like, yeah, they're long yeah, there's jeans. There's definitely yeah. four feet between his well, knees and anything falling out. I thought I got away with it because nobody said anything. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, oh, nothing's oh, like, really going to be falling out. No, it's I mean, be I mean, if out. when I cut my shorts off, like I worry. But but Zach, oh god, <laughs> here we go. You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> It might be little, but it sure is cute. Okay, stop. All right. Well, anyway, it's come up. It's come up a lot since then. A lot of people noticed that pair of jeans. I say own it. I, that, I say own it. I, the, what other choice do I have? None. On the next episode of Millennial Farmer Podcast, we'll we'll talk Featured more about fashionista farmer. I guess yes. I got to go shopping for different yes. shorts. No, you need to stay on brand. Why don't you just save some money and cut all the pockets off the sides? <laughs> <laughs> but just cut the pockets. Don't cut yeah. the whole thing. You just have a big square on the side of your thigh. Can you imagine that tan line? Yeah. Like, what could go wrong? Like, the you betcha guy told me I had to. Just, I thought it wasn't cool to wear cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. I improvised. I am going on record and saying if you wear cargo shorts and cut off shirts, do not change what you're doing. I very seldom wear them together. Does that matter? Uh, no, that's good luck. <laughs> Usually it's the Hawaiian shirt with no sleeves and right. cargo shorts. But that's different. I mean, that's a Hawaiian shirt. And it, and it's Sunday. Day drinking. Yeah, Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Yeah, we're on that's a your volleyball apparel. topic here now. All right. We better wrap this up. I got to drive home, guys. You do. Well, you think you got it tough. How I got to eat supper I'd... and sit on the couch. I also <laughs> have to drive home. Yeah. Not as far as me, I don't think. Yeah, no. a couple miles. <laughs> All right. Miles, the bush light guy, the you betcha guy. Check him out. Do you want to plug yourself again? Oh, yeah. you betcha. Oh, you betcha at O-H-H, you betcha. You can find us on all the social medias. Um, just, you know, all we ask is that you just watch our content, engage with it, let us know what you think, um, good, bad, or otherwise, because we can handle it, I promise. Um, and... Uh, yeah, follow our podcast on You Betcha Radio on all the streaming platforms. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. There's a lot of good uh, beer and dad jokes. Beer. It's, it's my type of there's humor. A, there's a great cooler that you make. Oh, the You Betty. The yeah, You that's Betty. That's a whole nother That's how thing. my yeah. wife found you. That's yeah. why you're here. I am the number one fan of the You Betty. <laughs> yes. She found the I love you Betty anything video. Betty, the, personally. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the flex seal on the inside made it a legitimate product. Yeah. So, I, yeah. <laughs> Can I, can I order one? No. You got to make it. That's the whole point. It's oh. a DIY cooler. Yeah. It's a DIY cooler. You get some insulation foam, duct tape, and flex seal, the paint on kind, not the can, because the can will melt the foam. Oh. You make a square box with the duct tape, and then you seal it up with flex seal on the inside, and you got yourself a uh, very good cooler, actually, on par with Yeti. So, Have you, you done a comparison? It. 
Yeah, it held. It held. I mean, obviously, it didn't held, hold ice as good. Um, but and it like leaked some water, but because we did a comparison before we did the flex seal, so you don't really need but, a drain plug. But like three days later, there was still ice in the insulation ubetti. So. Even with the flex seal build, did it leak water? No, after the flex seal, it fixed that issue and held that. ice. Yeah. yeah, okay. You just didn't do a follow up video with the flex seal. We did. We just didn't do like a comparison. Ah, you know how gotcha. many days it holds ice thing, but yep. yeah. I assume it was better. Yeah, it's way better. It's way yeah, cheaper. Much better. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Millennial Farmer Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming here. Bye now. Is that your sign-off? No. <laughs> it should be. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>